Hey everyone, it is September 15th, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm going to talk about something, a lot of things that's going to kind of hit some nerves, and a lot of people are stirred up about it as of late. Uh, one of the first things I'm going to talk about in this podcast is basically being accountable. I like to start off each podcast episode with the definition of the term or subject that I'm going to discuss. So accountability, well, accountable, the definition is required or expected to justify actions or decisions also known as being responsible, basically the responsible party being responsible for certain things or holding yourselves, other people responsible. All right, we got the definition out the way. Now, I know one thing that so many people are up in arms as of recent times. This has been for a long time, but it's getting a lot of headways and uh, a lot of headway in uh, the mainstream media, uh, social media, and what people are talking about all the time, talking about in the barbershops, at the corners, at the schools, at homes, everywhere. First thing I'm going to talk about is uh, police, say brutality, or fatal incidents involving police, law enforcement officials of America, okay? This is going to 2018. 992 people were fatally shot by police. That number went up from 986 people in the previous year of 2017. And in the previous year to 2017, 962 people were shot by police, fatally shot. Let me make sure I clarify that. So close to 1,000 people were fatally shot last year um, by police. And a lot of people are always talking about the always ever-present pres- ever concern of police accountability. And I truly believe, yes, they should be accountable, um, especially if it's very unjustified. And the thing is, we see too much of the police. Uh, they they get off when clearly it's negli- negligence Clearly, it's abuse of authority. Clearly, it's uh, trampling of the rights, not even just the citizen of this country, but just rights of people, period. But see, it goes deeper than just pointing the finger at police. Uh, I'm going to go into some more statistics here. May not seem as may not seem as impactful, but it definitely is. Trust me, it is. Everything I talk about trust and believe that it has an impact on every little thing that we do. $11.5 billion is spent annually in America for cleaning up litter. All right. I know that's from one extreme to another, but there's, there's a common theme here. Oh, the first source that I got the, uh, fatally, the statistics of people fatally shot by police. That's from, WashingtonPost.com. This statistic that I got here of $11.5 billion spent annually cleaning up litter. It's from litteritcostyou.org. So it's litter, it 
costsyou.org. All one word, of course. All right. I'm going to another set of statistics right here. One in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually molested before the age of 18. That's about 20 to 25% of the population of reported cases. Now, of course, you, you can't really get cold, hard statistics on people who don't report, but we know. Let's not be stupid here. Let's not be naive. Let's not act like we want to be ignorant. We know for a fact there are many cases of many things, especially in that nature of sexual molestation, that goes unreported or even handled properly, even recorded in a proper manner. So that's even a higher number than what we see here. This is just a reported number that we have here. Uh, oh boy, I didn't, I failed to put down the, the source of that. I believe it's naasc.org, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Let's go to some other statistics. 1.2 million violent crimes and 2.2 million property crimes are reported in 2017. So that's a lot of violent crimes for the year that were reported. Because remember, there are things that are reported and things that are not reported. So that number could definitely be easily uh, higher. Who knows, by, by double, by quarter, by quadruple, who knows? And that source is from the FBI.gov. Now, these statistics that I have, almost a thousand people fatally shot by police in 2018. $11.5 billion spent annually on cleaning up litter. One in four girls and one in four boys will be sexually molested before the age of 18. 1.2 million violent crimes and 2.2 million property crimes reported about two years ago. They are different statistics, different nature of things on the surface level. But basically, all of these are things about accountability. Now, I know I started off with the statistics of people fatally shot. I didn't even go into the stats of people who were wrongly jailed, wrongly accused, who were profiled for whatever reason, people who are uh, abused or attacked in any way or demeaned in any way, shape, or form by law for enforcement. This is just fatally shot in a more extreme uh, case of a negative police encounter, police-citizen encounter. Now, I start off with that because, yes, it is, it is a nerve for a lot of people, myself included. But the thing is, we shouldn't need to have police. I know in the past I've said this in the podcast. I'm not too sure which one. And these are things that I discuss with people as well and my family. We really shouldn't even have the need for police officers uh, judges in the capacity that we have them, judicial systems, prisons. We shouldn't even have the need for all these rules and laws that are in place. Keep in mind, these laws and rules are in place because people do not know how to police themselves. People are not accountable for what they do and how they do it nor do they hold people accountable in a, in a high amount in regard that they should. Okay, this is why we have police in the first place. This is why we have law enforcement. This is why law enforcement have handcuffs to detain people, batons, tasers, pepper spray, guns, 
rifles, automatic, semi-automatic, three-round burst, whatever you, you want. They got it, you know. They have tactical squads specifically because people come out of pocket. People are not accountable for their own actions. If we were accountable, we wouldn't have to have police. Thence, hence, we wouldn't have these cases of police brutality and police killing people and then walking off scot-free. Okay? Maybe sobering, but it is what it is. $11.5 billion is spent annually on cleaning up. That means we have to pay people to clean up after ourselves. What is that saying about us, man? What is that saying? People just want to throw stuff in it. And it, I'm not going to lie. It gets me very angry when I see someone just dropping a wrapper or something in the street and just leaving it walking off for, for someone else to see it, to experience it, and then someone else to come clean up. It's the same thing, basically. I'm guilty of it. But I usually try to be mindful. I would say eight to nine times out of ten, I would go to a store and if I have something with me and I decide I don't need it for whatever reason, I try to go and put it back in the aisle that I got it from, where I got it from. Once in a while, yes, I do leave it somewhere else where it's not supposed to be organized and set in the store. I'm guilty. But I like to be mindful because people aren't there to clean up after you. And it's a disgusting and ignorant mindset to feel that, oh, well, they got people here for that. If you weren't so nasty, if you weren't so, if you weren't so negligent, if you weren't so ignorant and prideful, you would probably tell yourself, be to have the humility, humble yourself or be humble. T-shirt here. You would have the mindset and humility to clean up after yourself and move in an appropriate manner where people don't have to now come out of their way to clean up your mess. It's something if it's like a mistake or an emergency or it can be forgetfulness. We shouldn't be forgetful, but it happens. But at the same time, most of the time, people are not forgetful. They're negligent and they're prideful. This is one of the problems that we have when we have too much conveniences. When you have too much conveniences, we have compromise. We have compromise of values and standards, right? $11.5 billion to pay people to clean up out. It's, it's not that hard, man. It's not that hard to hold on to the trash. And they have plenty of trash receptacles, especially in this city. And this city is very dirty. People choose to put things underground where it doesn't belong. And um, going forward to another stat, the sexual molestation. These children are not molesting themselves. It's a cycle, a cycle of witnessed or learned behavior. Thing is, who's accountable? Who's being held accountable? Why is it still going on? Someone is doing this. It could be people who have the brightest and straightest and whitest of teeth, look really good, look really sharp, have a nice position, very helpful, and they deep down they have something unregulated. They're not holding themselves accountable. For their own actions, we have to learn how to police ourselves, you know, have limitations and standards. And if you also see someone not doing something right, we should be in the authority to hold people accountable properly. Now, when we steal, we rob, we rape, you know, violent crimes, uh, property crimes, things of that nature. Of course, yes, we could take people to jail, hold them accountable, make them pay fines, community service, whatever the case is. But what exactly is our standards for holding people accountable for talking how they want to talk? Yeah, cursing. But what about demeaning people? 
What about someone who's always negative? Yeah, you could say freedom of speech, but see, it's the problem. When you don't have proper regulations with things, you tend to let yourself be imprisoned because you're not allowing yourself to grow properly and allowing others to grow properly in a positive manner. So that means you are stifling proper growth. You are stifling a positive environment. So therefore, it is an imprisonment. So freedom isn't really free when you really look at it. You have to have standards. You have to regulate yourself. You have to police yourself. You have to hold yourself accountable. Hold others accountable too. You know, that's what it comes down to. But we don't really have our mindsets in regulating ourselves in what we would call minor things. And these are the things that causes the big problems in the world. When we come to accountability, we have to, we don't, matter of fact, great analogy, we treat accountability in the small things with how we walk, how we talk, how we dress, how we eat, how we think, everything. We treat it like the fine print of all the apps we have on our phones, of all of the uh, products that we buy. We just want to pop it up the box, especially in America. Pop it out the box, plug it up, or install it and use it. And we're not really looking at the fine print. All the legal jargon most of us don't look at. Or if we don't know how to work something that we just bought, we're trying to put it together. We didn't get it just said, now we want to go look at the smaller fine print of how to operate it properly. Or what are the risks involved with using this? Or what you're giving up with using a certain product from a certain company? We try, we, we tend to treat these little things we need to hold ourselves accountable to for, like the fine print. We gloss over it. We want the bigger, shinier things in the box. We don't care about the fine print. And these are the things that we need to pay attention to. These are the things that help define and make the bigger things work better. Okay? Also, if they have to be accountable, we have to be accountable. It's like, you know, we can't just do what we want. We can't just go buy a car knowing... Good and well, it needs gasoline, needs oil, needs air in the tires, but we don't put any air in the tires. Even though nowadays cars have sensors to tell you which tire is low, we just keep running it, running it, running it. What's going to happen? It's going to destroy the tire and possibly destroy the rim. Destroying the rim, that in turn is going to mess up the axle. All types of stuff are going to go haywire. We can't just put rubbing alcohol in the gas tank. It's a form of alcohol. It's flammable, but it's not the right type. It's going to destroy the engine. Your car's not going to move as good as it's supposed to be. We can't just do what we want. Because when we go against the natural order of things, uh, you know, things, there are consequences. Natural order is to have order, to be accountable. Be good stewards of everything that you have around you and a good steward of everyone around you. That's what I say is always dominion. From the Father, from the Creator, from Elohim, we are supposed to have dominion over the earth. Even though things are not as it was supposed to be or as it was when everything was created, we still have dominion. And we use that excuse of taking the easy way out or looking at other people and seeing what they're doing. That's always been one of the issues of people throughout history, doing what they're not supposed to do and finding some way to justify them moving a certain way, oppressing certain people. Abusing other people, abusing the environment around us, why we have problems. I know many people don't believe in God, Elohim, but the thing is, it's people that cause these problems. These kids are not asking to be molested. 
The litter doesn't get there on its own. Okay? Believe it or not, police are people too. So if we have the same cultures, the same mindsets that want to do what they want to do and don't hold themselves accountable and have other people to hold them accountable, this is the same kind of mindset mindset and culture that's producing these police. So the same people that are unruly have to spend money to clean up after themselves, molesting people out there, stealing and robbing. It's from the same set that cops come from. We don't get cops from another dimension, from another planet where they have higher moral structures that we do. No, we're still people. People that are allowed to do what they want to do and just do what they want, how they want to do it. Just because they're a cop doesn't mean that they're automatically going to be a better person. They just know how to get around it when it's time to. Not saying that every cop is like that or every person is like that. But if we're going to have bad people from a bunch of, of, of people in a certain culture, nation, you're going to get some, a lot of bad apples too from that bunch. It's not like when they become a cop, some magic stardust comes around them and they levitate in the air and land back down and they're all automatically pure and whole. They're still bad people. If they were someone who was a sneak and a sleazy person, they are now a sneak and a sleazy person with a gun and a badge. And they got their, 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 their goon squad to back them up. Because if anyone's not really holding anybody accountable and you're letting your colleague do certain things that's not supposed to be done, you're part of the goon squad. You're a goon. Simple as that. I don't care how much years you have on the force. I don't care how much things you've done for the community. If you don't correct the proper things that's, that's damaging people's lives. People are going to jail, losing their jobs, losing their wives, their spouses, their livelihoods, their good name, their credibility has gone down the drain because corrupt police, lawyers, judges, clerks, DAs, all of them who are corrupt, they ruin people's lives and they don't care. They're getting paid. They should be held at the highest accountability, period, period. That's how I feel. I'm a veteran. I learned how to bust guns for Uncle Sam. But at the same time, we were taught specifically of how to use our firearms, how to engage with people if necessary. And there were repercussions because we were held in high esteem because we were placed in a specific position of trust by the American public and global public as well, if necessary. So a lot of this stuff that goes on unchecked that we see news so much times, that wouldn't fly. I know there are things that fall through the cracks. Of course, it's going to be corrupt people and corrupt people may look out for their for their peoples. But at the same time, for the most part, nah, especially if it's going to bring bad press. Military ain't about that. A lot of people got kicked out for a lot of less things because of that. So in a sense, I was... Not in law enforcement, but in the same realm of keeping the peace. The public peace and safety was entrusted to someone like me. So I held that very important. It's pounded in my head because you can't have that responsibility and not be accountable. We have to hold ourselves accountable. This is why we have these problems. We were accountable police ourselves. We wouldn't have to worry about police, so much police being around. And at the same time, from the same pool of people who don't want to be accountable, they are police now. So what do you think is going to happen when they have more free reign to keep doing what's in their heart already, which is terrible? Okay? So if the good cops are out there, you need to stand up and start speaking out, man. 
There's people who's dying, families being torn apart, nation is being destroyed because you guys are sitting back because you don't want to say nothing. Come on now. Come on now. Step up. This last one, this last um, stat that I have here, a little bit lighter, but still, yeah. 21.2 billion pounds of dog poop is left behind by owners every year. All right. The source of this is outsideonline.com. Every year. That's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. A hundred pounds of poop is a lot. You know, you can ask anybody who, who's a gardener who buys manure, you know, and that's the good poop. But this is dog poop. This is, and it's not just wild dogs running the country. No, these are people. And I could attest because I'm in Brooklyn, New York. And there's a lot of dog poop in the street. If you've been in New York long enough, and I could be one day to 40 years, you will have had an encounter where you stepped in dog poop. Whether it's a tourist or you are a resident here. And you constantly have to be on the lookout, especially in grassy areas. Which is why I enjoy going to certain parks where they don't allow dogs. Because I can at least walk freely and confidently to not have to worry about looking at the sole of my shoe. And having someone else's dog poop that they left behind because they're careless. Don't have a dog if you're not going to be able to take care of it. And that's, that's a given. It's not like you got surprised one day. I can't believe poop came out of my dog's butt. When did that start happening? Come on, man. Be responsible. This is ridiculous. 21.2. People just just took care of it properly. There should be nothing or very little or very, very little. Okay? Because the thing is, is that the, the light end of that is just you stepping in poop. And, oh, man, you know, even though a famous comedian... He's been kind of uh, besmirched lately. He says, first you see it, well, first you step in it, and then you say it. You don't, nobody wants to deal with that, and it smells. And the problem with that, too, is that feces of any kind, but especially dog poop, it breeds bacteria, all types of nasty bacteria, all types of nasty bacteria. Now, you could possibly walk up and down the street and your help that they're planting it. Some of his stuff could be airborne. Some people trample it all over the place. And guess what? Some people are not even aware. They get in their cars with it. They get into the places where they work. They get into their homes. And it's in their homes. The little matter is all over the place. You can easily get sick. It don't take much to get us sick. So these people who are not cleaning up after their dogs, they don't care about you. That's how I see it. Because if you have a dog and you know you're feeding the dog, so the dog is going to have to have a bowel movement, you'll be ready for it. Get the dog taken away from you because you don't care about other people, other people's livelihood. And if you can't even clean up poop, who knows how well you're even taking care of that animal properly if you can't do that. All these statistics that I've said, different ranges, but it's all the common factor of people not being accountable. Now, I went on the negatives of it, you know. Because that's what happens when people don't be accountable. Bad things happen. We have to spend a lot of money. This is all types of money. Man hours. People's lives are ruined and changed and devastated because we're not accountable. We have to look outside of what we think is acceptable is not acceptable. A lot of these things that happen is not acceptable. Just because it happens on a regular. 
We have to get outside the mindset to stop being prideful. We have to go back to our source, our origins of where we all come from. Those standards were set already. If you have beef with the creator, that's I understand that. But you have to really look and get a relationship with the creator so you know where we come from. So once you know the main identity that made us, you will know your identity. And then you will know what's expected of you. And you will know why it is expected of you. And it all makes sense. It all comes down to order. Once you have proper order and you have proper limitations in place, that is ultimate love. Because if you just let people do whatever they want to do, as you can see, the, t- the statistics don't lie. I'm not a big fan of surface level t- statistics, but I look to see the underlying cause of why things happen and then look at the proper ways of resolution and then try to apply them. We have to do better, man. This is just like a quick look of how we can improve ourselves. Anyways, hopefully I didn't bring down your mood, but think about it. Some little things that matter that we tend to not pay attention to. Mind how you talk to people. Mind the kind of energy you're bringing around. Mind what you're wasteful on. Mind the things that you're not doing properly. You know, you're impacting people a lot more than you realize. Anyways, I'm wrapping it up. Thanks for listening. You could always make sure you check me out on brooklynbaritone.com where I have all my podcasts and other media that you would like. I'm putting more and more content out there, as you can see. You could also check out the video portion of this podcast on my YouTube channel, Brooklyn Baritone, or the Corey Ashley. And also I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, guys, I'm out of here checking out. I love you all. Stay blessed. Talk to you next week.